Yo, what's up, fellas? Welcome back to the Scoop and Score podcast with Nick and Rick. I'm your host, Rick. Here off an extra long week in the NFL. I mean, obviously, you never want to see, you know, COVID cases ramp up, all that sort of stuff. But I wasn't mad about the extra football, Nikki. I was uh, pretty pumped to have those two games on Tuesday. Absolutely, buddy. I'm on Christmas vacation, and uh, it was awesome. I mean, get football Thursday. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, we have football Thursday, we have football Saturday and Sunday and Monday coming up, man. I mean, yeah, like Christmas, Christmas is here, baby. That's all it Literally, matters. yeah, this is an early Christmas present. I mean, what a week, though. What a week. First of all, I, I just want to say the Detroit Lions, I hate you even more this week than I did last week. <laughs> of course, like, of, just of course, I li- you don't you don't even want to know the amount of five leg parlays that I had the first four right. It was just waiting on the Cardinals to win that I threw in as just like an extra lock. Well, would, would, would you look at that? They lost, and I lost every single one of those goddamn parlays. So fuck you, Detroit. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. ugh, what? like, wow. Just wow. How does that happen, man? Like, I didn't really watch the game, but, like, how does that happen? I don't get it. I was watching Red Zone, and I saw a few clips of it. They just, like, honestly, they came out super fast. Like, they got a touchdown, I think, first drive. Then Arizona got a three and out, and they got a touchdown, like, right back again. Um... Yeah, I mean, they just put up, like, 17 quick ones. I think they were up 17 zip at half. They just kind of put 17 on them, and the, I don't know. The Cardinals just did not look did not look good. I mean, they couldn't get they couldn't get the ball running at all. Um, obviously, I mean, Christian Kirk had a pretty good stat line, but most of that came in garbage time. Yeah, I mean, I, I wonder, to me, I'm, I'm wondering if, you know, this is going to be kind of them moving forward, because without D-Hop, that offense becomes, you know, a lot more predictable, a lot more one-dimensional. And I just wonder if that, you know, obviously we knew that was going to be a big loss, but I didn't think it was going to limit them that much. And I mean, if they can't move the ball against the Lions, then what the fuck are you going to do in the playoffs against an actual good team? Yeah, I mean, just looking ahead, like the Cardinals are only one point favorites over the Colts this week. Right? They're literally only one point favorites. I mean, that's... uh, I'm not surprised. The Colts are a good team. Yeah. For Yeah, I mean, Colts are 8-6, and right? Cardinals are uh, are 10-4. and I mean, that's... I don't know. I don't know what to make of them, man. It's, it's just one of those things. I feel like they're almost now like one of those teams that we just have to avoid betting against. It's kind of like the Saints, right? 100%. Um, there's some of those teams, right, that you literally just never know is going to happen. I mean, who predicted the Saints to shut out Tom Brady for the first time since 2006 and win that game 9 nothing in the new field goal bowl? Like, right? Who predicted that? Show me one person in the world who, who had that on their bet slip. Saints yeah. shut out. That's the thing, man. The Saints, like, I think we touched on this real brief last week. The Saints seem to have the Bucks number, at least Brady's number. Uh, I don't think Brady's beaten them since he went there. For some reason, so. I think they, they just, lost both games last season, too. Yeah, it's like, it's those interdivision matchups, right? They just, they showed up. I mean, they got to hand it to them. I, I didn't watch the whole game. I was kind of in and out, but, you know, they showed up. They got after him. They got pressure in his face. And, I mean, obviously, you know, they lost Fournette and Godwin and Levante yeah. David. So, and Mike Evans got hurt as well, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I think he's just, like I think he's questionable. I think he will be back. I mean, they need him back. Yeah. The NFC is wide open. I mean, it's absolutely blowing open this uh, this week. And yeah. with the Bucks losing the guys that they did, although they are going to get Fournette back, but they're not getting Godwin back at all this year. And so, to me, I mean, I honestly like obviously, I mean, in a perfect world, my Cowboys are coming out of the NFC, but. I, I could not tell you who's coming out of the NFC. I mean, the no. playoff picture is wide open. We have no idea who's even going to make it. I want to say right now it's probably a toss-up for me between the Cowboys and the Rams just because, I mean, the, the Packers always seem to find a way to choke in the playoffs, so I don't trust yeah. them. But I would not put it past Adams and Rodgers, you know, going off for the last their last year in Green Bay and going to the Super Bowl. But, um, I mean, the yeah. Rams didn't look that good last night, though. No, I mean, they, they I was, didn't. I was focused on the Washington game because I had some bets in there that, uh, fuck you, Devonte Smith, and the Eagles' yeah. offense for not throwing yeah, the ball. Yeah, fuck yourself. Yeah, um, and so I, I was watching the other game, but I mean, like twenty to ten against the Seahawks. The Seahawks they, are five and nine. They basically just threw the ball to Cooper Cup all game. That was, which yeah, I mean, they've really not, been doing that all year. But yeah. um, 
I mean, Cooper yeah, Cup with an awesome fantasy stat line: nine catches, 136 yeah. yards, and two tutties. I mean, that's that's yeah. pretty good numbers. Yeah, but I mean, he's been doing that all year, right? Like that's he's had yeah. an amazing year. I think he has over 1,600 receiving yards. But yeah, OBJ, real quiet game. Only one catch for seven yards. You know, Van Jefferson, only two catches for 23 yards. And then, yeah, I was I was a bit surprised. They gave the bulk of the carries yesterday to Sony Michelle, who had a real good stat line, 18 for 92. Darrell Henderson only carried the ball six times for 23 yards, so definitely something to monitor there moving forward. Um, I do know that Henderson had COVID, so I'm wondering if he's maybe just on a pitch count because of that. Yeah, and coming but, off that quad injury as well, right? He missed two weeks yeah. for a quad, and then he and then this one from COVID. So I don't but, know, maybe just sort of getting him back working, right? Yeah, but I think Sony Michelle is definitely you know over the past couple of games has definitely done himself a favor. I mean, his stat lines mm. have been real nice. I mean, 20 for 79, 18 for 92, 24 for 121. I think he's nah. worked his way, you know, into a little bit of a possible running back by committee situation there, which is not great for any uh, Daryl Henderson owners. Although Henderson yeah. does do more of the catching out of the backfield, so. But I mean, yeah, so so if you're the Rams, what what do you do moving into next year, right? Like, can you afford to keep three running backs on your roster in Cam Akers, Daryl Henderson, and Sony Michelle? Well, that's like, the thing. I think I think Michelle is probably gone. Um, I mean, he has had a few, like, I think that was just a pickup they made from the Patriots just to kind of tide them over for the year, I think. I actually think he's on maybe the last year of his contract. I'm not sure. But I think he's definitely gone because Akers is, I mean, obviously you never know coming off an injury, but Akers is like a special talent. I mean, I had him in a couple fantasy leagues last last year. He was really good. Um, So I think he's definitely the unquestionable lead back there. But that's going to be I, – I can already see that happening. It's going to be a 1A, 1B thing with him and with him and Henderson. Yeah. Um, and it seems to be a lot of – man, a lot of the running back tandems in the league now, there's like, you know, two good backs, and they're 1A and 1B. And they're, I feel like there's just less and less, you know, like kind of like workhorse, three down, like every down backs. Uh, and, and, even, and you know what like, – you know. do you know why that is, right? I mean, it's – look at Derrick Henry, right? It's the reason why we all have insurance on our cars. Right, yeah. it's it's you, you need it, right? Look at this. Look at the Titans. The Titans were storming. They were absolutely yeah. running people over, literally and metaphorically. I mean, they're still at nine and five, but I mean, like, though I honestly would think that they're like fourteen and one at this point if Derrick Henry stays yeah. healthy. Right? Look at the Ravens. Look at that running game. They had how many running backs go down with injuries? Right? And when you have that one A one B, one goes down, your team doesn't really miss a step. Whereas, like, if you have that workhorse back and he goes down, well, guess what? You got to change your whole offense around this guy. A hundred percent. I mean, I feel like this year has really been the year of injuries for running backs. I mean, there's yeah, just don't, so don't many. Get me started. Don't even get me started. <laughs> don't even like, get me started. You're telling a Ravens fan about injuries yeah, this year. Don't. This even is true. About it. Yeah, this is this is true. This is true. But yeah, I mean, I think that next year for me, like, I'm probably not touching running back. I, I'm drafting wide receivers and like first. I've yeah, taken no, like three. No running back strategy? Yeah, which I think, you know, Andrew should do as well since he cannot seem to hold on to a running back for more than one week at a time. Uh, his fantasy name was changed to where running yeah. backs go to die. Yeah, literally. But yeah, I mean, if it's me next year, I'm taking three just absolutely stupid wide receivers having like a this running one at flex. And then <laughs> I'm taking running backs later because you, you already yeah. know that there's going to be someone that goes down. There'll be some random guy that steps up and you'll be able to get him off waivers. Like it's, you know, yeah, it's just not worth the investment to me anymore. Yeah, absolutely. And I know like we've talked about like, that's, that's definitely a strategy. And I think a lot of people are going to start looking at that with all the injuries that have happened this year. I mean, you lose Derek Henry, you lose uh, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, I think a lot of guys are going to start looking at that sort of, uh, that sort of strategy. Um, and I mean, who knows, right. We've talked in our league about, uh, uh, maybe switching it up, maybe going to a super flex league and making some big changes coming up. So uh, we'll see. Our, our yeah. strategy is definitely going to have to get messed around a little bit here. I wonder next year, like now that McCaffrey's basically missed, you know, essentially the best part of two years, I wonder if people are still going to be taking him number one overall next year. Because this is <sighs> not, you know, now it's a pattern of injury, right? It's not just a one off, it's, yeah. it's, it's a pattern. And two bad injuries for a running back, I mean, as talented as he is. I'm not touching him in the first round. No way in hell. No, I mean, I think, like, if if by some miracle I end up with the first overall pick, I honestly think I'd take Derrick Henry, to be honest. Oh, big time. He's coming off of, like, a a not major, but not minor injury either, right? I mean, uh, if they're they're still hoping to get him back to the playoffs. Yeah, he'll be back in playoffs, though. Like, just like like for a net, they'll both be back in playoffs. So, I mean, 
the good thing was that Henry got injured early enough in the year that he had enough time to heal. Obviously, later in the year, he's not coming back. But, um, man, the Titans are kind of my sneaky pick because they're an entirely different team with Henry. Um, yeah. If Henry gets back in the playoffs, he's 100%. I would not be surprised to see them make another run to the uh, like AFC uh, you know, conference game. Yeah, absolutely, man. They're uh, they're good. I mean, who like talking about the Titans? I mean, Julio. Uh, I, mm. Like, is it? Do we call him a bus? Do you mean this? Do you mean the skeleton of Julio Jones that we're currently yeah. watching? Yeah, the artist formerly known as Prince, yeah, the artist right? I mean, like, like, <laughs> I mean, do we call him a bust? Like, is that just like where we're at at this point? He's not a bust because he had so many good years. He's just no, old, no, no. Man. I don't mean a bust. I don't mean a bust in Atlanta. Oh. I mean a bust in Tennessee. Like, like a oh yeah, hundred percent, a hundred percent. I mean, they gave trade. him a they gave us a second round pick. Like, yeah, a hundred percent not worth it in any way. Um, mm. I mean, obviously we don't know what he brings like in the locker room, that sort of stuff, but yeah, he's been pretty much fucking injured all year. Um, I mean, he's only put up 369 receiving errors. I don't even think he has a touchdown this year. So yeah. Also, can we talk, speaking of not having touchdowns, that Miles Sanders mm. stat I sent you last yeah. night, yeah. what dude has 735 yards from scrimmage, but no yeah. scores. Like honestly, like, I feel like that's like that stat is like yeah like well it's surprising but when you think about it a little bit more it's like it makes sense because realistically when Hertz gets out in the end zone he's a run first guy right the first thing he wants to do like look at last night the first uh, thing he wants to do is two run rushing the end zone. they've yeah. got two running backs there Jordan Howard is realistically a goal a, a red zone running back I mean he has had to be forced into a little bit more but that's not really his game he's a big bruiser you know shove it down your face sort of thing so he's a red zone guy and then also Boston Scott. Um, as another running back they have there who's kind of been a red zone guy who I know has a few TDs this year as well. So I think yeah. Sanders, I don't I don't like, yeah, Sanders is definitely an interesting case. I mean, I think he's, he's definitely like a really elite talent. He's had some injury problems, but I just, I don't think he's really like a red zone back, right? He's pretty small. You know, he's a smaller guy. He's not going to, you know, kind of run you over or anything like that. Yeah. And then when you have someone like Jalen Hurts, who is a run first guy, then it kind of limits your touchdown opportunities unless you break off, you know, kind of like a 40 yard run sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it makes sense. I don't know. I just like blew my mind when I saw it yeah. last night. I, Honestly, I, I didn't realize he hadn't scored yet. I had him last year. He had a, he had a few touchdowns. I don't, I don't have him in any leagues this year, but I wasn't. Yeah, he hadn't scored. That's uh, that's crazy. Yeah. All right, and I guess one more thing to talk about the battle for the first overall pick. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Shout out the Jags. I mean, yeah. Currently goes to good. the Jags on a tie because of that tie that uh, Detroit has. I mean. Uh, I mean the Jags. I think, yeah. I mean Jets, the Jags team helps whatever they can. Yeah, Jets this week, Pats next week, and uh, the Colts the week after. I mean, those are three losable games. Well, they're they're winning. They're winning at best one of those games. There's no way in hell they're beating the Pats or the um, the Colts. Yeah, the Colts. There's, there's just no fucking way. Yeah, I mean, like, is it? Are they locked in for another number one pick? Back to back, they like the Edmonton yeah. Oilers, fucking just going back to back with number one picks and it not helping yeah. in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, hope, hopefully they'll get a Connor McDavid one day. Yeah, um, fuck. Well, I mean, I mean Thibodeau is yeah. an absolutely elite prospect again, a generational yeah. talent, just like Lawrence. So, I mean, eventually at some point, right? If you get a not, not, like you know, then their second round pick is basically a first round pick. So, I mean, yeah. uh I feel bad. I feel bad for that like fan base like that. It just they have been bad for so long, and yeah. it's just it's it's got to be shitty. I mean, they've got a great setup. Like they're in Florida. There's no state income tax. The weather's nice. Like if if they become like you know a competing team, free agents are going to want to go there because who wouldn't want to live in Florida? Like realistically, if I'm a free agent and I've got two offers on the table, one's from fucking Cleveland, the other one's from Jacksonville. <laughs> well, you know where I'm signing. I'm not signing in fucking Cleveland. <laughs> like you yeah. Know? If the both teams are like respectable, I'm going to the team where there's no state income tax and there's warm weather, so I can fucking enjoy my life. Yeah, absolutely, right. And I mean, it's it's like Aaron, it's like Aaron Rodgers said in the off season, right, during training camp. Guys don't come here uh, to, for the for the sightseeing and for the for the plays. They come here to play <laughs> with me, right? Same thing. That's that's just Florida saying that all that thing. They don't come here for the team. They're coming here for me, for the state of Florida. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So, I mean, yeah, it'll be an interesting draft. I mean, the Jets had two first rounders. The, uh, the Giants Eagles have, have two, two first, first rounders. Rounder, and the Jets and Giants picks are in like the top like eight right yeah. now. I think, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, the Eagles are probably punching the air right now because the Dolphins. You know, shout out to my boys. 
six in a fucking row, seven and seven. Our draft pick went from like number two to like number whatever it is right now. And the Eagles yeah. have that pick, so they're probably punching the air. But um, yeah, I mean, shout out my boys, six games in a row. I mean, what a fucking streak. We're on the biggest heater, like I think I've ever seen in my entire life in the NFL. Um, yeah. And we got the, we got the Saints. Well. We got the Saints on Monday night, prime time, because that's what we deserve. We're an elite team. Then we got the Titans on January 2nd and the Patriots. If we, I, I could see us winning those all those games. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Like, I mean, the Pats, yeah. Imagine yeah, win nine games in a row, make the playoffs. If you're on a heater like the that. First round. Man, if you're on a heater like that, like, your confidence is at an all time high. You're going to be playing amazing. You never know what could happen, man. I mean, we're obviously not winning the Super Bowl. Like, I'm not that, you know, delusional. But six games in a row, seven and seven. After a one and seven start, like, I'm taking it because I never saw this coming. Absolutely. And, like, you just kind of ride that momentum, right? I mean, it's like, uh, like you don't, you go into last year and you see the teams that lose, like, their last seven and miss the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. Compared to the teams who, like, start trash and then win out at set win the last seven to make the playoffs right i mean it kind of just builds that momentum gets that hype coming around your team um exactly yeah i mean makes you feel good right and i mean yeah i just so just to confirm the draft order so right now jags at one lions at two texans at three jets at four giants at five giants at six wow uh, panthers seven and jets at eight and then the falcons washington nine and ten uh and the eagles at eleven so that's huge for the Giants to have possibly two top five picks. That's, yeah, a, that's, five a, that's franchise. If you do that right, that's franchise changing. Absolutely. I mean, like six is their own right now, and then you have the Bears, uh, whose pick they have at five. How do they, wait, I mean, why do they have that pick? Uh, from last year when the Bears traded up for Justin Fields. Mm. So the Bears oh play the God. Seahawks. What a terrible trade. Yeah. So Bears play the Seahawks this week. Uh, next week, uh, the Bears get. Uh, the Giants, actually, so they're playing themselves. So it's actually probably better for the Giants to lose that game. <laughs> um, and then, do-do-do, uh, who did the Bears get the last week? Do-do-do, somewhere, somewhere. And then they get the Vikings. So, I mean, realistically, like, the Bears could lose two of those games. I mean, that's that's awesome. If you're, the, if you're in the New York Giants, man, you're sitting there laughing. Yeah, one of the five in the world, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And one of them is Hayden. So. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, yeah, Hayden <laughs> and the other four of you, yeah, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, you guys can start a group chat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Speaking uh, of I teams mean, like, that are in the, in the dumps, I mean, your Ravens season just uh, went to dude. complete shit in about the matter uh, of two weeks. Fuck, man, I know. It sucks, it sucks, it sucks. I mean, I don't know what to say. Tyler Huntley fucking played his heart out out there, man. He looked good. He looked good. I mean, he did look good. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I mean, you sent but, me that... Like, uh, Bro, okay. why go for two? Like, why? So, okay. So, I agree like the second with you. Week my... in a row. The second week in a row he's done that, I think, right? Two, in, two out of three. Yeah. So, I understand, and that was my reaction at first as well, okay? And I thought about it like this, and it makes me feel a little bit better about it. So, basically, you're saying, okay, if we go for one, if we just kick the extra point, we have 50-50 chance to get the ball. We haven't stopped the Packers all day on defense. So realistically, if they get the ball first, they're going to win the game. Okay? So you're taking 50-50 odds that you're going to win the coin toss, and then you also still need to work your way down the field and score. Okay? Or you can take one play from two yards out that if it works, you win the game. It's over. So but it's like, you know been, what? But, dude, they had been driving so well in the second half. Like, they fucking... I know, but then you're, t- but then you're uh, leaving it to a coin toss, right? You're literally leaving oh, it to a coin course. toss. Of course, but... I'd rather have the ball. I'd rather have my own fate in my own hands yeah. and play a two-point conversion that you probably practice all the time yeah. compared to a 50-50 coin toss where basically if you lose it, it's over. You're not winning this game because they're not stopping them all day. Yeah. No, 100%. So, I mean, obviously. I'm taking yeah. I'm taking. I'm going for two every time. Yeah. yeah. With that team, I mean, if Lamar's there and Marlon Humphrey's there, and Marcus Peters is there, and Clarence yeah. Campbell's playing. Like, If all those guys are playing, I'm going to overtime, no problem, because I trust my team. But when you have that, like when you have so many injuries on defense, you haven't been able to stop anything, Like, you have to. I totally agree with the choice. I'm all for yeah. it. 
Yeah, tough way. I mean, tough way to lose two games, right? That's just uh, yeah. yeah. Especially not... the Packers. That like that's like that's pretty good. Yeah. To they lose played them well. The they Packers. played them really well. I mean, the start of the game did not look good, but they that second half they played them really well. Obviously, Huntley leads that drive to you know tie things up right at the end. Or well, I guess not tie things up, but um, well, yeah. I mean, up, yeah. tough, tough, uh, tough way to lose. That's got to be you know a little bit of a, a gut wrencher there for you guys. And especially See, after this, like the same thing happened with the Steelers too. Like, oh, I that's know, a tough, tough it couple sucks. of weeks. Yeah, it sucks. But I mean, you know what? Like, like we said, right? Tyler Huntley put up thirty-five point nine fantasy points. Yeah. He was actually yeah, bro, the number on. one point scorer in fantasy. And you sent me that TikTok. So Tom Brady, Kamara, Harris, Mixon, Patterson, Chase, Cooper, Gronk combined for less points than Tyler Huntley had. Yep. No, thirty four seven six, and Tyler Huntley put up thirty five nine by himself. Yeah, so I mean, I was, I mean, I was shit talking crazy. him last week, and he, he proved me wrong. I mean, he went, he did yeah. really well. I was actually, I was surprised. He looks, he looks like a Lamar that just can't throw as well, and just doesn't read the game as well. But he looks, you know, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to see another team make a make a move from the offseason because realistically, I don't think no so. Way not, touching... No way, they're not letting him go anywhere. Well, I mean, if the right offer comes in, then anyone yeah. can go. But, if if um, a, like a first-round draft pick offer comes around. Yeah, maybe, but, but realistically, I mean, he's never touching the field as long as he's there, so you're, you're going to lose him anyways. Um, no, but it goes back to like we talked about with that insurance policy at running backs, right? It's, it, I would argue yeah. it's even more important to have an insurance policy at quarterback. I mean, you look at yeah. look at that Washington game last night. Look at like <laughs> any backup quarterback that's come in, Mike Glennon, Jake Fromm. Like, look at any of these backups that have come in, right? I mean – if they don't fit your system, if they're not at least a half decent guy, well, you know what? You're not winning. You're not winning any games. You're not making a Super Bowl. You're not making playoffs. Like it's yeah. uh, it's an important thing, right? It's arguably one of the most important positions. Oh, he's act- he's actually a free agent. He's actually going to be a free agent in 2022. So I think he's definitely gone. No, no way, no way. He's going to go anywhere. Uh, he's going to stay. Why would he, if if another team gives him a better opportunity to see the field? There's no way he stays. There's just no way. That's just uh, that would be dumb. Yeah. There's going to be teams that have lots of cap room that need it and have a kind of a quarterback. They're like meh about. They're going to offer him some money on like you know a one, a one year prove it deal, but he has a better chance of playing, and he's def- he'll definitely leave. I mean, there's no way he sits by on Lamar for no reason. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that's fair. Um, I mean, he's an undrafted free agent, so. Yeah, he's I mean, playing on a 780k deal this year. If someone offers yeah. him a couple mil, I mean, yeah, he's fucking out of there. There's no, you know. Yeah. Like, but does someone offer him a couple mil? Do you think he's actually going to get that somewhere? Dude, I mean, it's the NFL quarterbacks make, you know, like. I know, but looked, like, in only know. two games? He's only played two I, games. They've two been games more, there's been more money offered to people for less. Yeah. I guess I especially the quarterback position, man. I mean, the yeah. quarter like there's half the teams in the NFL realistically need like would like a new quarterback, and yeah. you know, like you said, that insurance policy. If the yeah. Ravens don't want to pony up and you know give them what give them kind of you know money, I'm sure there's going to be another team, especially with the way that quarterbacks and like their running ability is kind of you know there's a lot more quarterbacks like that. Teams are going yeah. to see like, hey, this could be the next Lamar. I want the next Lamar. And there's going to be a lot of teams with a lot of cap room that just say, fuck it. You know, here's a few mil. Come here for you. Let's see what you can do. Yeah, come out here and try it out, see how it goes. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see, uh, yeah, that might be the last you see of him in a Ravens uniform. Uh, you know what? I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay Thank with that. Thank you for your service. If, as long as Lamar stays healthy. That's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. Big year, 2022. Big trust. Big trust. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was the year supposed to win the Super Bowl. That's what you kept telling me, but uh, I know. a little bit, a little bit awkward. That's uh, definitely a cold the injury. Take. The injury bug didn't uh, didn't help. Yeah, but um, so, yeah. Well, maybe maybe you'll draft a quarterback in the first round. You guys can rebuild a little bit. Um, you. And we. Can, I mean, speaking uh, of cold takes, can we talk about your picks from last week? Ah, uh, fuck off! Fuck off! Ah, uh, 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 I mean, I was eleven for sixteen. You're seven for sixteen. Uh, all the picks, all the games that we split on, there were four games that we we disagreed on, and I was right on all four of them. Uh, Chiefs beat the Chargers overtime. Uh, Raiders bre- beat the COVID Browns. Pats lost. Uh, Packers won. Bills won. Uh, Jags lost. Titans lost. Cardinals lost. I don't know how. Dolphins won. Cowboys won. Eagles won. Bengals won. Niners won. Rams beat the Seahawks. Bucks got shut out. Vikings beat the Bears. Eleven out of sixteen, baby. Yeah, but you're still ugly, so realistically, I mean, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> uh, fuck. I mean, I'm up on you by four now, so 
Uh, uh, no, I know there's not a lot of weeks left. Not three, lot. I gotta be, uh, three weeks uh, to go, buddy. Three to go. I got to be bold. I have to be bold and just go for it. Uh, do you? I, I should just pick all the same picks as you for the next three weeks, <laughs> and you can't beat me. Uh, that would be a, that would be a that would be a typical Baltimore Ravens fan thing to do. Fuck you. Also, after we're done recording this, go take a look at my uh, my new fantasy name in our league. Oh God, I gotta change mine. I mean, can we just talk about real quickly? Travis Kelsey puts up 41 points. I'm down 41 zip to begin the week, and I still come back and win by 10 points. Like, I'm just, there's just, there's no one out here that's doing it like me. There's just no one out here who's consistently winning. I mean, you know, I'm basically the Donald Trump of uh, fantasy football because, you know, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm winning so much. Um, Yeah. I mean, so if we look at his lineup, I mean, some tough, some tough ones like Jimmy G thirteen, Mixon th- seven, Michael Carter three, Devontae Parker went off sixteen eight, Jay Jetta only fourteen seven, uh, Jamal Williams. Yeah, he needed 12. he needed Jefferson to go off, and he didn't he didn't come. Honestly, the rest of his team aside from Kelsey shit the bed. Like, well, let's yeah. be honest. I mean, and my team just had a normal week, put up one hundred and twenty seven. Even with you know guys like Elliott. Sanders, you know, David Moore, Dalton Schultz on the bench. I'm still put up 127 with my, you know, half my team in there as backups. So yeah. I'm not mad I mean, about it. I mean, don't anybody it, but... listen to Rick when he says that he didn't doubt that he was going to win because I have screenshots that prove of him saying, oh, yeah, I, it's over. Dude, it's wraps. It's wraps. After I was down by 41, I was like, yeah, there's no way because his, realistically, he should have won that. And I also yeah, love that the fact, Simone, I love the fact that you changed your fucking name to one and done. Because you're goddamn right. You are one and done. You're out of the playoffs. So enjoy the fucking losers bracket, bitch. Yeah. I mean, if we're talking about out of the playoffs, I mean, Paul, I don't know if you listen to our pod, but uh, tough roll, buddy. We were drinking together on Sunday when I got home, and uh, tough roll for I mean, Jonathan Taylor puts up 23, Debo Samuel 18, and the rest of his team basically did nothing. And I had Mahomes 29-6, Tyreek Hill 32, Dalvin Cook 11, and the Cowboys defense 16. Cowboys defense outscored... Uh, the entire rest of my team, beside Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes, but yeah. I still won by. But if we really uh, eight, want to talk what, about 18. missing the playoffs, then I think we should talk about the rest of your the rest of your fantasy teams because you did uh, not make the playoffs in any league except ours, which is an eight team league in sixteen circuit playoffs. By the way, yeah, uh, I mean, I I missed out on the playoffs <laughs> by points four uh, in this league here, in my other league. Let me take That's a look at the tough, standings. Man, that is a tough way. To, like, I I would rather miss out like, by thirteen games. By 13 yeah, points, no, I missed out on the playoffs by. I mean, that's cold. That is cold. That sucks, right? I mean, that's the Zabunio special uh, coming through. It is. Yeah. You've got a lot of Zabunio specials, but that's definitely one. Where I, I already know what happened. You sat, you sat like five different guys at points in the year, and they got 40 points on your bench, where if you just would have put them on, realistically, you probably would have won four of the games. I you mean, you would have had your points four or five. I mean, even last week in the season, like I lost, which is fine. I still could have made it because there's a bunch of us at six and eight. Uh, the Chiefs defense put up 24 points. That would have put me in the playoffs. AJ Green had 17 points. That basically would have put me in the playoffs. I mean, like, you know what I mean? It's just, just brutal. And then same thing in our other, in my third league, uh, I missed the playoffs by, I'm going to tell you, it's a disgusting amount. Twelve. Uh, I missed the playoffs by 12 points. And if I'd started James Conner in my last week, I would have made the playoffs. That's all it is. I still won that week, but I didn't have enough points for it. So, I mean, that's a Zabunio special, right? That that is a Zabunio Zabunio special. special. Yeah, that that hurts. So, maybe, yeah, next year, I mean, we would definitely, you got to just, I feel like you you tinker too much. You tinker with your lineup too much. I feel like you always have, like, the good lineup, and then you change it, like, right before you you yeah. just, just got to go. You just got to put your lineup in on, like, fucking, like, Tuesday and then just don't touch it. Yeah, go through waivers and then that's it. Yeah, because you tinker too much and then you end up, like... And I've done that this year, too, like, a lot more than I usually do. But um, I'm just realizing you just you put in the team on, like, Tuesday and then you just go. And if you have someone that's injured, you swap them out. But you just go with your gut. You go with what you say. And yeah. I've also figured out, that, like, the fantasy apps are, like, usually wrong half the time. Like, their projections, like, you know... If I think that someone's going to have a big week, I just put them in. And then that way, you know, at least if I lose, it's on me. But, yeah, um, yeah no, you just got to gotta stop yeah. tinkering so much. I mean, that's what I normally look at, too. Like, when I go to my matchup recaps, I usually look for uh, optimal lineups. So, like, the like 
what would have been the best lineup you could have put together. And if I lose, if my optimal lineup is way worse than the guy I'm playing against, I think, okay, you know what, whatever his team, he just has a better team, but it's so annoying when I lose and it says optimal, my optimal lineup had like 30 more points than his did. And it's like, yeah. fuck yeah. off. Like, ah, uh, yeah. I don't it know. happens. It happens to the best of us. Not everyone yeah. can, you know, and I'm just going to say in my other league, I did pull off a 14 and no undefeated season. Not a big deal. But, you know, I'm just... Isn't that uh, the league that has, like, points for kicking yards and everything? Yeah, it's also the league that has, you know, like, literally 16 people in it. So I beat all their asses. But I'm not going to lie, I did get beat in the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. But oh, 14-0. I went 14-0. And... I mean, I've you're literally like never Patriots, done that. like the Patriots that year they lost right? the Giants. Right? I know. I had a tough... My linebackers did not uh, show up, unfortunately. So that was the difference. I only lost by about 20 points. But um, you know what? It doesn't matter. We move on. 14 and 0. No one can ever take that away from me. I'll be remembered forever. So. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. Well, should we move into our picks for this week? Yes, sir. All right. So our uh, Thursday night game here, uh, the eve of Christmas Eve. We got a good matchup, actually. Uh, 49ers and Titans. Uh, Niners, three and a half point favorites, total points, 44 and a half. Yeah. I mean, the Niners are on a little bit of a heater, eh? I mean, they're hot. They are red hot right now. Debo Samuel is looking nice. Jimmy G is game managing, uh, just as good as you can. The Titans have lost three or four. Um, the, I saw a stat, which is kind of crazy, actually. Tennessee has lost three of their last four games, despite allowing less than 200 yards of offense in two of their last three. Turnovers. Yeah, literally. That's, what, literally, that's what it comes down to. It's points off turnovers, yeah, right? Yeah, they can't hold on to the ball. Um, uh, I'm going Titans in this one. I know that oh, San Francisco... Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting surgical. I'm, I'm, fucking, I'm getting surgical here. Um, San Francisco obviously has a very creative rushing offense, mostly centered around Debo and then whatever one of their, like, six running backs that they is not injured this week. Um, I believe it's going to be Jeff Wilson, maybe a little bit of Elijah Mitchell, I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, the Titans, the streak has got to stop somewhere. The Niners, you know, they've been good, but not this week. The Titans are winning this one. What's, sorry, what's the over-under again? 44 and a half. Uh, I'm thinking this game goes, like, 23-20, so I'm going to take the under. Uh, see, I'm going to roll the 49ers, and I'm going to roll the over. I think this game gets up there, uh, especially with A.J. Brown likely coming back this week. Um, and, I mean, I saw a cool jersey swap there. Cordero Patterson and Debo Samuel swap jerseys after the game. Um, Both I thought that's cool. Nice. Yeah, those those wide receivers turn running backs. I mean, that's you love to see it. Uh, but, yeah, I think the 49ers will keep, this, uh, keep the heater going. And I think the Titans will continue to just drop and drop. Uh, the only benefit to them is that they're in arguably one of the worst divisions in football. Yeah, uh, with the tech, with the Jaguars and the Texans. I mean, the Colts are right on their heels with uh, with only uh, only one game ahead. Uh, the Colts have a tough matchup this week, but we'll get to that in one more. But uh, yeah, 49ers over. Uh, all right, our Christmas Day, uh, something to make your Christmas just a little bit better. Uh, besides this first game, at least uh, Browns uh, at Lambeau Field taking on the Packers. Packers seven point favorites, total forty four and a half. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, got to feel for the Browns. They're coming off a short no, week. They've got no, a Ross. Fuck the Browns. Fuck the <sighs> well, Browns. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah. no, fuck the Browns. <laughs> no, yeah. no, 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 fuck the Browns. Are you just mad because they beat you? No, I'm just mad because they fucking suck. Well, Last place true. in the AFC North. This is true. They've had a tough year, man. But um, yeah, I mean, obviously coming off a short week, they got a Ross that's been absolutely just fucking steamrolled by COVID. Yeah. Baker, I think, is going to be back. Um, I'm actually looking for the Browns' D to put up quite a few points in this game because the Packers' O-line has really been kind of hit by injuries a lot, and they had a tough time uh, defending you know, Aaron Rodgers against the Ravens there, a team that have been decimated by injuries on their own right. So when Miles Garrett's going to be rolling in there, I actually see him probably putting up more than two sacks. I'm actually I'm probably going to put, a if I can, find a, a sportsbook that takes like sack stats. I'm probably going to roll with him to get two or more. I think he's going to have an absolutely huge game. And the Packers have given up more than 28 points in their last four games. I don't think the Browns get up to 28, but I think they probably come in somewhere around 24. I think the Packers probably get about 30. 
I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take the Packers to win another close one. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I agree. Um, I think, I believe David Bakhtiari's back uh, this week, uh, which is huge. I think so, too. Aaron Rodgers gets his starting left tackle back. I mean, that's absolutely huge. Uh, That is a mountain of a man. I mean, we've all seen the videos of him chugging beers at Milwaukee Bucks games. Uh, Aaron Aaron Rodgers needed a sippy cup. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, I think the, I don't think there's any way the Packers lose this game. Um, I do think the Browns will do a half decent job of keeping it close, but I actually like the Packers against the spread there. I, I would probably take the Packers minus seven, um, just cause I, it'll be close, but I don't think it'll be that close. Uh, but definitely yeah. an over for sure. Uh, yeah, one thing right, to remember it, is that the Packers yeah. are six and zero against the spread at Lambeau this season. Yeah, so I mean, there you go, right? Um, and then I mean, you look at it. Uh, you look at our night game here. I mean, Christmas. I'm going to be absolutely ham dogged at this point. Uh, Eight fifteen yep. on Christmas night. I mean, I think we should set up a big group Facetime call with uh, with the boys while we're all uh, all yeah. down a couple. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Colts uh, going into Arizona. Uh, Cardinals are one point favorites and a total of forty nine and a half. I'm just going to come right out and say it. I'm taking the Colts in this one. Oh, I my mean, God. Dude, come on. What did you learn from last week? I, I learned um, I learned a lot bitch. last week. I learned, yeah, I learned a lot last <laughs> week. I learned that I uh, fucked the Lions is what I learned last week. But uh, the Lions aren't playing this game. I just don't think the Cardinals are going to slow down Jonathan Taylor at all. Um, you know, on the road, he averages 20 and a half carries a game. Realistically, if he's getting 20 and a half carries, he's running north of 100. He's probably going to score at least once. And the Colts are four and two on the road, so for me, that their defense and running game is what makes the difference. And I'm taking them to win a close one, but I'll take the over as well. Uh, yeah, I'm going to roll the over, but I'm going to roll the Cardinals. Uh, I look for them to bounce back. Um, I mean, they've had some uh, some very tough losses this year, I guess you can call it. Um, I mean, you lose like this is their first time losing back to back games. Uh, I mean, coming off the Rams and then the Lions, uh, but I look for them to bounce back. Because uh, you know what? They've got three three tough matchups moving forward. Well, two tough matchups, I guess. Uh, you get the Colts, the Cowboys, and the Seahawks in your last three weeks. Uh, I mean, that's not ideal. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I look for the Cardinals to bounce back. I look for this game to be really high scoring. Um, so I'm going to roll with the over, but I'm taking the Cardinals. All right. And now on to Boxing Day. Once the World Juniors are done, um, we can switch over to some football here. Uh, Ravens, Bengals, first game. Uh, Bengals two and a half point favorites total 44 and a half uh, Rick's Mike's still muted because he's a fucking idiot so I'll just keep rolling um, oh, oh, I'm actually oh, going to oh, roll oh. I'm actually going to roll with the underdog here um, I'm going to roll with the Ravens um, I think Lamar's going to be back this week the, the optimism was that he'd be back at practice oh my god, oh my god. Um, so I'm going to roll with the Ravens uh, I look for Mark Andrews to have a big day, unfortunately, because I'm playing against him in fantasy this week in our semis. Uh, so I don't want to see it, but I would love for the Ravens to get a win here anyways. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to roll with the Ravens. Um, I'm going to roll with the over. Uh, I think both offenses get good. I believe Sammy Watkins should be off the COVID list by then. Uh, just adds another dimension to that Ravens offense. Uh, that offensive line really needs some fucking work. That's definitely uh, on the top of the to-do list in the offseason. Uh, Villanueva has been not what we expected him to be, uh, but yeah. So I think the Raven. I like for the Ravens to win this one. I like for them to win a close one though, like a Justin Tucker like fifty-eight yard field goal or something like that, you know. Uh, but I am going to roll with the over. I'm going to roll with the Ravens. Well, that's just not happening. I'm going to tell you that right now. There's no way the Ravens win this game. Um, the Bengals are winning. I mean, they smacked the shit out of them the first time, forty-one seventeen, and I believe a help that was like you know, pretty much the healthiest team you had all season. So there's no way that you're winning with your team just absolutely obliterated by injuries. Um, doesn't matter if it's Lamar or Tyler Huntley. I mean, they're both the same. They're the same quarterback. They're the same person, realistically. Um, yeah, I mean, Ravens have an absolutely beat-up secondary that's just going to get, you know, Joe Burrow's going to make them his bitch. And, yeah, I think the game will be close. I'm going to take the over, but the Bengals are going to win this one by at least uh, six points. The Bengals almost lost to the Broncos. It was 15-10. to 10. Yeah, well, I mean, you don't even have a real quarterback, so 
I mean, the the Bengals haven't been able to string more than two wins together at a time. I mean, they beat the Vikings, lose to the Bears, beat the Steelers, beat the Jags, lose to the Packers, beat the Lions, beat the Ravens, lose to the Jets, lose to the Browns, 41-16, go into your bye, beat the Raiders, beat the Steelers, and then lose to the Chargers, lose to the Niners, beat the Broncos. So, you know what, man? Uh, I think that uh, I think this will be good. Uh, Ravens are uh, – it's an away game, uh, but you know what? I'm down for it. AFC North, big divisional matchup. Uh, I like the Ravens this week. I love this pick because this means I, I, I'm automatically going to have one one back on you. So we're actually only three behind now because you can basically chalk the Bengals to a win for me already. So this is perfect. All right. I, I'm uh, I'm tweeting this clip to Old Takes Exposed when uh, when you lose <laughs> when you get it wrong. Um, all right, next game here. This is definitely a game you're all gonna want to tune your uh, your zones and your TVs to. Uh, Detroit and Atlanta uh, Falcons four point favorites. Total forty four. Uh, I know. Yeah, I know. that was what my reaction when I showed up on this. What a game. I mean, the Lions, well, really, so the Lions have barely won this season, but they haven't won a road game this season. But they are 4-3 and three against the spread on the road. 4-3, um, I don't really like those odds. Yeah, yeah, that's not great. Uh, the Falcons need to figure out their running game, man. I mean, they got to figure yeah. out what the fuck's going on with that. If yeah, they can't find a running game, I would not be surprised if they lost. Um, my heart is telling me to go... Is to, to go Falcons. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, do that, please. <laughs> please. But that being said, the Lions are winning this fucking game. Mike oh, drops. my God. Did you, like, oh, my God. Literally, I'm just going to play you back the clip of you at the beginning of this podcast, dude. Come on. No, nah, the Come Lions on. are winning this game. They're on a fucking heater Come right now. On. Let's fucking go, baby. Oh, my God, dude. How many units are you going to dump into them this week? Oh, I'm putting at least two units on them. I don't oh care. I'm putting at God, least two. They, they're going to win again, and I'm going to fucking cash out. Oh, so they're, they're winning. Fuck. Oh, fuck. Are you taking the over or the under? Uh, I'm going to take the over. But yeah, the Lions are winning this game. You hear her here first. Take that to the fucking bank. No. Um, I'm taking the Falcons. I'm taking the under, though, uh, just because uh, these are two terrible offenses. And uh, I don't think, I hope they get Cordero Patterson going. Uh, but. I'm not super optimistic on it. Uh, yeah. So Falcons under Ricky wrong. Uh, yeah, just locked right. in two units on the Lions, by the way. Plus 200. Uh, oh, let's fuck. fucking go. And now you're going to see that Jared Goff has COVID and you're fucked. I know he has COVID. doesn't matter. They're winning. <laughs> All right. Uh, divisional matchup here. Uh, Rick, this one's your division here. Uh, yes, John, the one of the New York football teams, like we've said this whole year, and I will continue to say, it doesn't really fucking matter which New York team we're talking about. But it uh, might both... this week. It might this week. No, I don't think it does. Uh, the Giants and the Eagles. Uh, Eagles at home, 10-point favorites, total 42. Ooh, I thought we were going to go into the other New York team. Okay, yeah, this one doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The Eagles. I mean, the sorry, doesn't sorry, really Hayden. matter either. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Hayden, but yeah, this one doesn't matter. Um, yeah, Eagles obviously on a short week after that Tuesday game, um, and I do believe they lost to the Giants. I think it was thirteen seven, something like that, in the first meeting. Um, Jalen Hurts looked good last night. I mean, obviously, I would have liked him to get a few more receiving yards to Devontae Smith, but we don't need to talk about that. Um, yeah, I mean, the Giants. I mean, they're running fucking. Basically, the Mr. Clean guy or Jake Fromm. Um, both of them are awful. Both of them are just dreadful. They have no running game to speak of because they have no offensive line. Their defense is atrocious. And yeah, I mean, the Eagles are winning this one. This is going to be an ugly game. I do believe this will be the under. But yeah, there's, there's just no. This is probably my most confident you know, game of the week. The Eagles are taking this. Yeah, I mean, I'd even take the Eagles against the spread here. Uh, I mean, Big minus time. 10, I think they'll beat them by that. Yeah, last game was 13-7. to 7. Um, So, yeah, woo-woo. Uh, yeah, I'm going to roll the Eagles here. Jalen Hurts, I think, will have a good time against that uh, that Giants secondary. So, fuck you, Hayden. Um, all right, our next game here, our other New York team. Mm. Uh, again, not a game I'm tuning into. Uh, Jets and Jags. Jets at home, two-point favorites, total 41 and a half. <laughs> So, I am going to take the over in this one, and I am also going to take the um, the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars are going to win this game. Ooh. 
Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm going all in this week. Um, yeah, I mean, the loser of this game realistically is going to battle with the Lions for the number one pick in the draft. Um, yeah, I don't know the Jets are still playing hard. Even last week against the Dolphins, they came out real hot. They obviously, you know, kind of choked in the end. But they're playing hard, man. They're like, that's the thing about Robert Sala. I mean, obviously, I think he's got, he's got a pretty long leash because his guys are still playing hard for him. I mean, they're what three and eleven or whatever they are. But I don't know. I feel like teams always get that like new head coach kind of bounce. The Jaguars didn't get that last week, so I'm looking for them to you know clue in clue in this week and figure some stuff out. Obviously, I don't think it's going to be a good game, but I do think that Trevor Lawrence is going to eke you know, Zach Wilson out a little bit. I also think there's going to be a little bit of a rivalry there between them personally, just because number one and two in the draft. I think Zach Wilson's going to try and do a bit too much. I think he's going to throw a couple picks, and I think that'll be the difference. Yeah, you know what? I got to agree with you. Um, I do think the Jaguars win this game, not by very much. I think it'll be very close. I'm going to roll with an under... Uh, yeah, I mean, the Jags just didn't they didn't get that new head coach bounce, right? Like you said. Um, yeah, I mean, Robert Sala, I mean, he'll probably be around for a little while. I mean, uh, he was definitely one of the higher uh, higher prioritized coaching candidates into the going into the offseason there. Um, so I think he'll have I think he'll have another at least another uh, year, maybe even two, uh, depending on how it goes. Uh, but yeah, I do agree. I think the Jets will try and do too much. I think uh, Zach Wilson will probably throw at least two picks. Uh, yeah. If they have that on bet three six five, I'd probably take that one. I think that's pretty safe. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna roll with the Jags. I'm gonna roll with the under, um, especially with James Robinson now actually getting touches since uh, Urban Meyer's gone. Uh, yeah. Um, all right, another uh, game you might not want to turn your TV to: uh, Bucks and Panthers. Uh, Bucks ten and a half point favorites uh, in Carolina. Uh, 1 p.m. kickoff, total points, 44. Yeah. I mean, oh. the Bucks fucked us last week. They did fuck us last week. They, they fucked us very hard last week. Um, yeah, this is tough, man. I mean, I, I feel like this is like should be a straightforward game. But I feel like, I feel like I'm overthinking this a bit too much. So I'm just going to – we did talk about non-tickering. Sorry, not tinkering. Um, I'm going with the Bucks. I'm taking yeah. the over. I would not be surprised to them lose this game. I mean, you just you never know. They lost a lot of people last week, a lot of really good players. I just, I mean, Cam Newton doesn't inspire a lot of confidence in me. Unfortunately, I'm a big Cam Newton guy, but he's looked bad. P.J. Walker has looked bad. Uh, they have no running attack, really. Their defense is questionable. So I feel like all signs point to this being a pretty easy Bucks win. But I also would not be surprised if the Panthers just pull one out of their hats and win this game. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the Bucks are another hard team to bet against sometimes where it's just like it, sometimes they just don't perform what you need them to, right? Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that Panthers D is good. So if the Bucks are missing a lot of their weapons on offense, I mean, Bucks just signed Le'Veon Bell. I mean, who knows, right? He, lo- he lost them in yeah, Super Bowl last year. Maybe he's gonna, yeah, maybe he's going to win with win, them, win with them in a Super Bowl. So who knows? Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to roll with the Bucks. I'm going to roll with the under, though, just because 44 is a lot. I don't know if the Panthers will put up what they need. Uh, and I don't think the Bucks will cover that on their own, especially with all those guys on offense out. Uh, so I'm going to roll with the under. Um, all right. Uh, another game that I think only Blair and Jake are going to be tuning into. Uh, the Chargers uh, at Houston. Uh, Chargers, nine and a half point favorites. Total, 45 and a half. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of games this week where I'm just like, I, I don't know. I do what? not know. It's I, Houston. I know. I know it is. But these end-of-the-year games are always so weird. Like, they're just always so weird. Uh, and the, it's the Chargers. I know it's Houston, but it's the Chargers. And you, That's you, true. I've got burned so many times over the last three years with the Chargers that I'm just yeah. so reluctant to, like, go with them. And uh, I feel like that loss to the Chiefs is a little bit of a gut punch. Like, they realized that they should have won that game. The way they lost that game, like, I wouldn't be surprised if they come in a bit flat. Um, yeah. Don't think we, that's the thing. We don't, know, oh we don't know about COVID. I'm going to roll with the Chargers. I feel like I'm going to regret uh, this one. I'm going to take the over, but I'm going to roll with the Chargers. There's just that whole COVID situation that makes me very reluctant to, like, back them, you know, like, with great yeah. confidence. Yeah, um, yeah, you know what? I'm, I mean, I'm not super confident. I mean, like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I would have been a lock. 
Uh, I probably wouldn't really like to throw this one on my bet card. Uh, but, uh, yeah, um, I think Chargers are going to win this one. I think it's a close one. I do think it's going to be a little bit high scoring, so I'm going to roll over. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not super confident. I do agree with you. There, there are some some big question marks there that uh, I don't yeah. like putting my money on. I definitely won't be uh, putting this one like in any like sort of bet. I won't be putting any real money on it just because yeah. there's just too many too many red flags for me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Story of your life, eh? Um, yeah. <laughs> Hello. Um, all right. Uh, all right. Bills and Patriots. I want you to guess who the favorite is because I'm curious to see what you think. Um. Well, where, first of all, where is it? Home or away for the Pats? Uh, in New England. Okay, then the Pats are definitely favored, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If it's, if it's, any any yeah. guess by how much? I feel like under five. This one should be a pretty yeah. close spread. Yeah. yeah. What's two spread? and a half. Patriots are two and a half favorites. Total 43 and a half. Yeah. <sighs> two and a half. 43 and a half, eh? Yeah. I feel like that's an easy over. I don't yeah. know. It's not like a fucking blizzard this time, right? So, and I, I don't know. Pa- yeah, true. It's New England. You never know. The Pats looked rough against the Colts. I'm not going to lie. No two ways about it. They did not look good. And the Bills seem to be back on track. And I think the other thing is, whoever wins this game, I think, realistically wins the AFC, the AFC East, right? I'm pretty sure that's yeah. kind of... Yeah, I mean, like, if we look forward at the schedules, uh, Patriots get... do 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 do. Patriots have uh, the Jaguars and Dolphins to round out the, uh, the yeah. season. Yeah. And the Bills get the Falcons and the Jets. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. basically basically two win wins for yeah. each of them moving forward, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. Well, no. So, this is, this will. No. What? The Patriots are the beat Patriots the Dolphins. Are... Yes, they are. Shut up. They lose. Trust, dude. The, the Patriots never beat the Dolphins in fucking December. You can Shut look, up. Lash, dude. Doesn't matter. Look, look at the stats. There's actually yeah. like. Belichick always loses to the Dolphins in December. It's like the lock of the year, so they're not winning. That All game. right. All right. Well, we'll see. But, yeah, so basically this this game basically does decide the division. You're right. Yeah. Patriots are winning this game. I'm taking the oh! over. I'm taking the Patriots to win. Mac Jones has a 102.5 pass rating at home this season and is going to avoid big mistakes, uh, unlike last week. Um, yeah, don't care. Patriots at home. Book it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to roll the Pats in the over. Uh, the Bills have just been way too inconsistent uh, for me to have any faith in them at all. Um, I mean, the Patriots don't have anybody named Josh Allen on defense, uh, so that should help. <laughs> uh, but yeah, regardless, um, I just I don't have any confidence in Buffalo, uh, so I'm rolling with them to, uh, to not win this game. Um, all right, our last game of the morning slate. Uh, Rams and Vikings. Rams are only three point favorites and a total of forty nine. Yeah, I'm honestly not super surprised the Rams are only three point favorites. I actually think they probably win this game by a field goal or less. Um, they've been super up and down, and I mean this is a this is a test, right? Somehow, some way, the Vikings are in a fucking NFC playoff spot. I mean, shout out <laughs> to them. The amount of like just heart wrenching losses they've had this season would make any team fooled. But good for them. Um, Los Angeles D ranks 23rd in the league in pass defense. And I believe Matt Stafford's career line against the Vikings is something along the lines of like 8 and 13. Um, to yeah, be fair, I mean, with like, the Lions. But, yeah, there we go. but when there a team has your number, they have your number. And I think no, that I the Vikings. No, that's fair, dude. No way. Nah. No well, way. they have his number this week because they're winning this game 27 24. Vikings win. Book it. Did you not just start with you just started by saying the Rams win it? No. I said they've been super up and down and they have a test against the playoff. You contender. said I think the Rams win by more than by under a field goal. Oh, I don't um, the Vikings. Okay. My bad, my bad. My okay. Bad. Well, regardless. So you're taking what over under? I'm taking over if the Rams are winning this game with a field goal in the last thirty seconds. You of the said game. the Rams are gonna win again. Fuck, you got me all fucked up. The Vikings are winning. The Vikings <laughs> are winning. The Vikings are winning. All right, all right, all right. I got it. Um you're wrong. Uh, the Rams are winning this game. Um, the The Rams have struggled, but I think that they'll, I think they'll have a good game against the Vikings. Uh, Minnesota's looked uh, average, I guess, to say the least. Uh, mediocre is another way you could put it. Uh, but yeah, I don't have any faith in them. Uh, the Vikings are not winning this game. I'm going to roll the over, though. Um, all right, our first game of the afternoon, uh, Bears and Seahawks. 
Uh, there's currently no odds for this, but we'll just roll with the opening ones. Um, so Seahawks are favorites, seven points, uh, and a 43 and a half total. Hmm. Got to be really careful with these picks. I mean, obviously, you know, the Bears are just kind of playing out their season. Both teams are on short weeks. Um, I'm giving the edge here to Russ. Russ, obviously, I'd take him over Justin Fields. Justin Fields still taking way too many sacks. His, um, you know, just pocket awareness is questionable at best. And I think Seattle's going to capitalize on that. So I am going to take the Seahawks. I will take the under. This game is going to be an absolute fucking snooze fest. Uh, you know what? Uh, I don't know what to do. Don't I, do I just it. picked up. I know. Don't do it. I know. I know. I just picked up Justin Fields for my ultimate team, and he's been really good. Uh, but no, I have to roll with the Seahawks. I think, like we always said, like we've said before, um, when it comes down to not knowing what's going to happen, um, always kind of lean with the better quarterback, and I think that that's Russ. Um, I mean, they hung in there with the Rams last night, so. Uh, the, and the Bears are definitely a worse team than the Rams. So, yeah, I'm going to agree, and I'm going to roll the Seahawks. It's in Seattle as well, which I like uh, to help their chances as well. Um, all right, two more afternoon games left. Divisional, uh, Broncos and Raiders. Uh, Raiders, one-point favorites, total 41.5. Uh, yeah, this is another – I feel like so many games are just so tough to call. Um, yeah. To me, it, this comes down to the fact that I doubt Teddy Bridgewater's playing, so you got Drew Locke in there, who doesn't inspire a lot of confidence in me. Yeah. And even though the Raiders are coming off a short week, I do believe they get Darren Waller back, which gives Derek Carr his much-needed safety valve. Um, so I'm going to take the Raiders in a close one. Um, but yeah, this I feel like this game could just go either way. I think this game is going to be a very low-scoring defensive battle. But I think the Raiders just have a bit more talent and their quarterback play is going to, you know, elevate that them to that win. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping Darren Waller gets back into this game. He's missed a few weeks now um, with that IT band in his leg. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully he can get back. Uh, but yeah, I agree. Uh, I have about zero confidence in uh, Drew Locke. Yep. Uh, so that's not going to happen for me. Uh, but yeah, so that's, uh, I'm going to roll with the Raiders. I'm also going to agree with you and go with the under. All right, our last game in the afternoon, uh, Pittsburgh, Kansas City. Mm, this will be Chiefs a good are, one. Chiefs are 10-point favorites, a uh, total of 46. I think that line is a trap. I'm actually going to be taking the Steelers. If, it, if that line remains the same, I'll take Steelers plus 10 any day of the week. Um, yeah, this, I mean, somehow, some way, the Steelers still have a shot at the AFC North title, which is just absolutely crazy to me, but they still have a shot. Um Going on, obviously, I mean, they're going on the road. That's a tough place to play. That is a very tough place to play. The thing is, is that the Kansas City just has no rushing game, man. Like, they have absolutely yeah. no rushing game. Edwards, Edwards Hare, and Williams, Williams are just, Williams. just not, like, they're not it. So I just, and the Steelers have a good, the Steelers have one thing. They have a good secondary. I mean, Fitzpatrick, Hayden, they're both elite fucking players. Um, yeah, so I think this, I think the Chiefs win this one, but there's just no way they cover that ten point spread. There's there's just no way. I'm taking the Steelers plus ten every day of the week, and I'm taking the over because this is going to be a high scoring game. I think Najee Harris is going to run absolutely fucking rampant over the that uh, Chiefs run D, but um, it's not going to be enough Chiefs win. Yeah, uh, and you're rolling under over. I'm taking the over. I think it'll probably be about fifty points in the game. What's the over at? Uh. 46. Oh, okay. Definitely. Yeah. Easy over. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to roll with the Chiefs in the over. I think this game will be close. Uh, yeah. I, I definitely don't agree with the Chiefs by 10. Um, especially right now, the Chiefs have some COVID issues going on. Tyree Kill on the COVID list. Uh, Travis Kelsey on the COVID list. Harrison Butker on the COVID list. Um, so they're definitely struggling on that front. Uh, but I, I still think they're going to win this game. I think the Steelers are fucking awful. Fuck you, Pittsburgh. Um, and, yeah, so I think the Chiefs will win this one. I think this will be high scoring. Uh, yeah, so I'm taking the Chiefs to win this one, but not against the spread. Definitely not. All right, divisional game. Your boys get the Sunday nighter. Yeah, the fucking oh, right. goddamn right we do. Washington going into Dallas. Cowboys 10.5-point favorite, total 47. Cowboys over. Let's move on. <laughs> um, yeah, you know what? I'm going to agree with you, uh, but I'm going to say Cowboys under. 
47 is a lot of points. And if uh, Garrett Gilbert, I don't even know if I said that right, is starting uh, for Washington again, um, I have no faith that they'll do that against the Cowboys yeah. defense. Uh, they were able to do that last night against the Eagles defense, but I don't think they'll do the same thing against the Cowboys. Uh, but no. yeah, I'm going Cowboys under uh, pretty uh, pretty easy one. No. Uh, I feel like Antonio Gibson's going to have a huge game. So any Antonio Gibson owners, definitely insert him into your starting lineup because um, they're going to have to run the ball. He picked up a toe injury last night. He did not look the same. He didn't. I, like, he got a week to recover. Like I think he'll be fine. It's, it didn't look like something that you know was terrible. You have less I than definitely. A week, though. You have less than a week. You have yeah. Less, yeah. I think he'll be fine. I think they need him to be fine. So I think regardless, they'll just shoot him up with painkillers. He's gonna go. Yeah. But um, I think he's gonna have a big game because if Gilbert is starting, I mean, he just like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they still threw the ball quite a bit last night, but I not mean, well. Like not well. No, not well. Eagles but defense, they still threw terrible. it. Trayvon Diggs is going to have a monster game if they if they start throwing the ball down the field. I mean, yeah, good luck. That Cowboys yeah. secondary is a is not a joke. It's a that defense. Yeah. I mean, we talked about this last last week. The transformation in that defense has been nothing short of a fucking yeah. miracle. Because, yeah. yeah, and a big part of that is Micah Parsons. I think he's going to have a huge game this week. Yeah, I mean, Gilbert had twenty. He was twenty for thirty one, one hundred ninety four yards, no touchdowns, no sacks. Or two sacks, sorry, no picks. Um, yeah, but when he was throwing the ball down the field, the accuracy just wasn't there. He yeah, obviously hasn't had sure. a lot of time to like gel with yeah, the receivers he, or anything. He just got to their team on Thursday. Yeah, I get it, but that's the problem. They don't have they even have a full week. Like realistically, he's getting up today trying to learn the playbook again. They play on what is it Sunday night? Like yeah, yeah. good fucking luck. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. But either way, that's why I'm gonna roll an under. Uh, just because I don't think that offense is going to click now, especially when they're playing against a really good defense like the Cowboys. Um, so yeah, I'm rolling with uh, I'm rolling with the under, uh, but I'm taking the Cowboys. All right, our last game. I, I don't know what to make of this one. Um, it's your other team. Uh, I don't know what to make of this. Dolphins Saints in New Orleans. Saints are three point favorite. Total of thirty nine. Well, I'll tell you what to make of this. The Dolphins are winning. Easy. Doesn't matter. Um... I get the Saints are on a two-game win streak. They're in the NFC playoff mix. Um, you know, they're one and four, I believe, at home this, or at, at that Superdome, which is, you know, not a great line. And Miami has a defense that can win on the road. Simple as that. Miami's defense is way better. Um, I think Alvin Kamara is going to go absolutely crazy. I'm definitely worried about that. But I'll take, you know, my fins any day of the week, especially on a six-game heater. Uh, that continues. The fins need this game to keep in the playoff hunt. Um, I think there's this, they're going to want it a bit more than the Saints do. Uh, this is going to be an ugly game. It's going to be a defense slugfest. Yeah. But um, Dolphins win a very, very close one. Uh, no, and, I'm taking the Saints. Uh, Saints are going to win this one. I look for the Dolphins to end their heater t- on, uh, on Monday night there. Um, I don't think they'll roll. Um, Saints, are, Saints are a half-decent team. I mean, right now they're sitting in ninth. Uh, trying to get into the playoffs, they're one spot out. Uh, so I mean, I don't know. I uh, I like the Saints in this one. Uh, I definitely agree. Defensive slugfest. Uh, I'm hoping some of Alvin Kamara's um, Christmas luck from last season kind of keeps rolling. Uh, even though in that league I'm out of the playoffs already, and they locked me out of my team because I was ad dropping. Uh, actually, okay, you know what? Before we wrap this up, so I'm taking the Saints. I'm taking the under. Uh, but before we wrap this up. Uh, I just want all the – I'm going to give you guys a situation, and I want your feedback on this situation, okay? So, punishment for this league is already decided by the regular season last place, okay? It's 10-team league, 16 playoff. It's already been decided, so that's done, okay? Um, I'm in the loser's bracket, just missed the playoffs by, like, 13 points. Uh, just missed the playoffs. Um, I still want to win. Like, I don't – like, I'm not getting punished. I know that. I don't know I'm not getting the punishment regardless, but I still want to win, okay? I don't want to finish 10th. I want to finish sixth or seventh, seventh, right? So uh, what do I do? I go and add add Christian Kirk. Turns out he had a decent game. Uh, I drop the Cardinals defense, okay? Commissioner starts crying because the guy that he's playing in the first round of the playoffs picks up the Cardinals defense against Detroit. Um, so he brings it to a vote, and a couple of people say, oh, no, you can't do that. You're already out. Like, just don't add drop anybody. Like, do we agree with this? I mean, I'm still in this. I have every right to these players just like everybody else does. 
If you yeah. wanted him, you should have put in a waiver claim for him. And again, the only reason he's crying is because the guy the commissioner is playing picked up the Cardinals defense, and they only put up three points. So, like, yeah. when you listen to this, you everybody listens to this pretty much knows us. Like, shoot us a message on our social media. Shoot me a message. Shoot Rick a message. Whatever. Just tell us. I, I want to know your honest opinions on this because I'm, like, heated about this stuff. I think it's fucking bullshit. So My honest please... opinion is that that guy is a fucking massive pussy. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Okay, good. As yeah. long as I have some one person who agrees with me. Uh, but yeah, no, when you listen to this, please let me know. Like, shoot me, shoot us a message, shoot me a message, Rick a message, whatever. Uh, I'm generally curious because yeah. I, I, like, you know what I mean? This is the thing, man. Like, this is the thing. Some commissioners just get, like, and, like, I, I, I love that, like, you're not like this at all. Like, you're so chill. But, like, some commissioners, I feel like they get, like, such an ego because, like, they're fucking, like, oh, I'm commissioner. Like, bro, you're commissioner of a fucking fantasy football league for 10 dudes. Like, fuck yeah. off. Like, dude, I don't even care. I've I literally offered it to all of you guys. I'm like, anybody yeah. want to be commissioner this year? Yeah. I was like, no, you're doing a good job. I was like, Fuck. yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> sh- like, f- like you're a commissioner of a ten person fantasy football league for like what? What? Who? What does the winner get in that league? Uh, four hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, it's for four hundred and fifty dollars, bro. Like. Yeah. Shut up. Like, I hate when people do that. Like, they get such a big, like, they're like, oh, I'm the fuck Kush. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. Like, shut up. Like, we're all, we're just playing a game. Like, it should yeah. be fun. I hate when people, like, like, this is like the one thing, like, you know, it's just like a fun thing to do. I hate when people make it not fun and they just, you know, they just, like, they ruin it for everyone else. Yeah, exactly. So, so what did this, so I, I had a few and uh, I was salty about that when I saw the messages. Uh, so I went through an ad drop, like 10 guys, uh, and he put them all back on my team. Um, and then locked me out of my team, so I can't even change my roster anymore. Um, yeah, like what the fuck? Like, yeah, like bro. come on, come on, you're one and done. He's one and done. That's why he's really mad too, right? So, yeah, exactly, uh, exactly. But, but yeah, so please, like, when you listen to this, like, think about it. Shoot us a message. I'm curious to know your opinions. Let me know. Uh, I don't think yeah. I'm in the wrong. I think they're just whiners. Uh, but yeah. yeah, so let us know. Hundred percent. And also, by the way, Nick, not sure if you just got this, but Bet three six five just gave me a. Ten dollar free bet on the uh, Titans 49ers game, so I'm assuming you probably have one as well because we I think we put similar amounts of money in every week. So yeah, well I have daily because be sure. I've been locked out. This is true. This is true. But yeah, we're gonna have to build a sneaky little parlay so I can make some of my money back on that stupid fucking Jalen Hurts game. But um, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I think yeah, it's probably time. Eh? Fuck an hour and six. Minutes oh, there we go. Yeah, done. yeah. Ten dollars yeah. in free bet. Nice. Time flies when you're having fun, but hey, I mean, I made I made some spicy bets this week, so fucking hopefully it uh, comes back not to haunt me. I mean, realistically, I'm d- I'm down four with three games left. I mean, you never you never want to be in that position, not a good no. position to be in. Uh, so I kind of have to swing for the fences here and hope for the best. Yeah, uh, and we'll definitely get our uh, our big pick'em for the playoffs going again. Yeah, uh, see how many people we can get and get a good yeah. prize money in there. Hopefully, uh, we've got to figure out a way to break pick-em. ties. Yeah. yeah, hopefully it goes better than my pick for the regular season where I was eliminated after the second week. So, um... Oh, fuck, dude, I know. <laughs> Brutal. Brutal. I was eliminated after, like, nine weeks because the Jets fucked me twice. They beat the Bengals and they beat the Titans and fucked me both times. So, yeah. All righty. Well, boys, thank right. you so much for listening again. Appreciate you. And, you know, yeah. uh, we'll be back, I mean, not until after Christmas. So everyone have a great you know, holiday season. Merry Christmas to those of you who celebrate. Uh, yeah. Enjoy the time with your family. Stay safe, obviously, with the virus kind of, you know, going around. A little bit of a scary time. But stay safe. Enjoy the time with your families. Make sure you fucking slam the beers. Enjoy football, world juniors, yeah. all that shit. It's a good time of year to be a sports fan. And, yeah, I mean, you know, cheers. And I guess we'll probably see you next year. I, I am not sure if we'll record, you know, before the end of the year. But, uh, um, I yeah. Even, I, I don't know. My days are all messed up. Yeah, yeah. We're next yeah. week. Tuesday is 28th. So we'll still get okay. it this year. Okay, sweet. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, Merry Christmas to all. Enjoy the yeah. time with your family. Enjoy whatever you're doing. And Cheers. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cheers, boys. We'll see you again next week. Cheers. Later.